Everyday Black Entrepreneur Podcast Network, the show dedicated to helping you protect your biggest asset, your well-being. This show is brought to you by Holy Living Health Coaching, where we get to the root cause of your health challenge and help you reach optimum health. I'm your emotional root coach, holistic health guide, and host, Tiffany Parker. I will give you back your health and heal your wounds, says the Lord. That's Jeremiah 30 and 17, and this is our scripture for the month. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Healthy Entrepreneur, where all month we are dedicating our shows to getting back to the basics. You know, as a kid, I can remember being outside all day until the streetlights came on. My friends and I loved playing outside, riding our bikes, jump roping, playing tag, and the list goes on. We hated to be called in for any reason, even if it was to eat. Man, you talk about being upset, being called inside. I mean, we would stomp all the way home. <laughs> but now I don't see kids outside like the days of old. With so much technology to make life simpler has come an era of less movement. And being physically inactive is wreaking havoc on our health. I'm Excited to have back with me Nathaniel Wilkins, who has over 10 certifications in fitness and health and wellness, such as functional agent specialist, personal trainer, life change coach, and a nutrition coach, just to name a few, as well as a published author and co-creator of the Ageless Workout. So welcome back to the show, Nathaniel. Hey, Tiffany, uh, thanks for inviting me again. Um, listen, I was just saying to you that uh, earlier that I, I'm a, becoming a regular on your show. Maybe maybe I need what's a Nate's Corner or something like that. What do you think about that? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We're going to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to work on that. We would love to have you, Nate. <laughs> good, good. So Nate is here to discuss is the lack of physical activity becoming a global pandemic? But before Nate answers that question, let me just give a quick recap of last week's show. On last week, I had my lovely daughter, Sierra, on the show with me, and we had another one of our awesome Did You Know Battles on getting back to the basics of our health. We shared some great facts on the importance of drinking water and the benefits of staying properly hydrated, you would be surprised at how much our bodies depend on water to function properly. Sierra and I enlighten our listeners on how having clean air at home and in the work environment can help us reach optimal wellness. We highlighted some health risks connected to unclean air. Sierra and I discussed the many benefits of getting seven to nine hours of sleep every night, such as sleep can make us smarter and happier. How about that? So to listen to the full episode and hear my bonus, did you know, on the benefits of sunlight, make sure to check out the replay of Back to the Basic Elements, which is part of the Everyday Black Entrepreneur Podcast Network. Now let's jump right into today's topic. So, Nate, I, I know, like you said, you've been on the show many times before, and, you know, I usually say, tell us a little bit about yourself. But today, um, you know, I shared some of my childhood experience of being physically active. 
Tell us what you remember about being active in your childhood. <laughs> that, that's funny because uh, it, when you go back to my childhood, we, we used to have to go outside and play. And uh, my, my mother didn't want me to stand around looking at her in the face. And we played all types of games, you know, hopscotch, you know, red light, green light, one, two, three, you know, a, a little higher jumping and what have you. Because we didn't have all these other things that uh, that we have right now. But But the one thing about it is that we were definitely active and build up a great appetite. And, of course, you know, we didn't have the, the kinds of food, access to the food that we have now. But my mother and my grandmother made sure that we had a meal uh, and that our clothes were clean and we were respectful. That's the stuff that I can remember. Uh, and, and, you know, some of that led me into activities at school, even playing on school teams and what have you. So I have some pretty good memories about growing up. I think that's enough to talk about. I mean, if I get into anything else, I might tell it too much. <laughs> yes, the, the good old days, as we say, right? The good old days. Right, right. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and then as I remember technology. them anyway. <laughs> so, Nate, tell us. Let's, let's get started in our conversation. And, you know, does inactivity – cost more than activity and why yeah so you know tiffany some people think that uh that you know they can sit around uh and you know because they're they're at home or because they're not doing anything that they're not spending any money but there's a health care cost uh associated with you know not being active right uh, and particularly now as we move back into the, this wave of the pandemic, uh, the Delta variants and what have you. So even more now, this, this notion of inactivity is, is a problem. What we know, Tiffany, is that physical inactivity is now the fourth leading risk factor across the globe. It's causing problems across the globe. And uh, as a nation, we're spending more time sitting on the couch and looking at Instagram uh, than we could actually spend getting our body movement. So this is actually costing us a, a, a major portion of our dollars. You know, if you look at it from, uh, from a, a standpoint uh, in this country, probably 8.7% of U.S. health care expenditures or about $117 billion spent a, a year on, you know, us being inactive when we go to the hospital. So there is a cost associated with inactivity. Does that, does that make sense to you? Absolutely, absolutely. Because what we're not realizing is that when we're being inactive in our body, our body was created to move. So it, to be physically active, and so when it's not moving, it's like it's kind of in that deteriorating state, and we're not giving ourselves the proper care that we need. And so when we're not doing that, then we make ourselves more vulnerable for illnesses and diseases. And then once you're diagnosed with that, that comes medication and treatment. You know, now you're having to pay for all of this, uh, these things of having a certain condition or ailment as opposed to getting up and moving for free. So mm -hmm. um, that's my takeaway of it and how important it is for us to make sure that we have some type of physical activity 
regimen in our life every day. So, so what you're saying is, is hitting us in the pocketbook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and and Lord knows uh, we can't stand one more hit in the pocketbook. Everything is, is costing more. I, I laugh and joke. I say, you know, pe- people tell me when I try to make uh, extra dollars and what have you do extra work, they, they're calling me greedy. I said, no, it's not me that's greedy. It's the people when I go to the gas station that's greedy because they want their money. When I go to the grocery store, uh, they want their money. They can't. They don't want conversation from me. They want me to pay them. And you know, I don't care what I say. If if I when I leave out of the line, I would have to have paid something. So it's not me. It's actually the situation that's uh, that's encouraging me to uh, make more money, to do more, and and to be more productive. So I need to find ways to limit what comes out of my pocketbook. And if I can do that through movement, through activities, through association with with people, feeling good, looking good, that type of thing, then that's what, what I'm looking at doing. And I'm and encouraging other people to, to think about it in a different way as well. Absolutely, yes, because prescription cost alone will definitely burn a hole in your pocket. So absolutely, I totally agree. So, Nate, why should we ask, you know, ourselves, like, Who's in our circle of influence, and are they active daily and weekly or monthly, um, even yearly? And then, you know, like, what is their go-to activity? Why, why should we stop and ask ourselves that question or, you know, make that observation about our circle? Here's the way I see it, Tiffany, and, my, and it goes back again to our original conversation. My grandmother used to say, you know, be careful who you associate with because uh, the people you hang around, or the people that you associate with will rub off on you. And I, I can remember, Tiffany, I, my grandmother had a, a, a switch, and I was hanging out with some, some guys uh, getting in trouble. And when I got home, she, she took that switch and was whipping me all under her legs. She was bow-legged, right? So she was whipping me. I told you not to hang out with them boys, and, you know, yeah. you don't get yourself to go. And, and, so and some, somebody can relate to what I'm saying, but the reason why she was doing that is because she wanted better for me. She didn't want me to associate with people that weren't going anywhere. And so if you take a look at your circle and if the people that are influencing you, uh, they don't have any activities, they don't, they don't walk, they don't get up in the morning and get sunlight, they don't eat well, and pretty soon they're going to rub off on you. And the ones that are doing things, right, the ones that have activities, uh, if they go to a dance class, and I'm talking about you right now, Tiffany, if they go to a dance class (laughs) and and they hang out in in dance program a couple of times a week, you're more apt to go to a dance class because your friends are there. If they're going to the gym and lifting weights, then you'll do that. If they go for a walk, you'll do that. So, So they're doing that on a weekly basis. Uh, this is about accountability. So you get a certain amount of accountability. You get somebody to network with, and it starts to rub off on you. Pretty soon, you won't need them. You'll go, but they'll look to to borrow some energy from you. And so iron sharpens iron. And so what we need to do is examine closely our circles of influence, right, to make sure that here's the best way I could put it. If you can't raise them up, for God's sake, don't let them bring you down. How about that? That's good right there. That's good. And, and I mean, you basically just quote a scripture as well, iron sharpens iron. So 
you're right. When, when you're around that circle of people that are doing those positive things, those things rub off on you, and then you're more apt to create a more uh, healthier lifestyle around you if you're connected to people that are doing the same thing. So absolutely. So, mm-hmm. Nate, would you say, as we look at our world today, right, would you say people are just lazy and not motivated to be active? I would say to you that I've had some times in my life where all I wanted to do was go from one thing to the other and then come back home and sit on the couch and watch television. I don't know if you call that lazy or anything like that, but that's what I found myself doing. And until I started to realize that I had some health challenges going on, you know, I would say I'd get to that later, right? Because it's, it was just easy enough for me not to do it, not to get up early in the morning, not to find a way to go to the gym. If it was snowing, if it was raining, I found every excuse possible to uh, to not do it. And, you know, and, and sometimes what, what I found is that the minute I started to do something, it encouraged, encouraged me to, to continue to do it. But the inertia, just getting moved. And, and getting myself going was the biggest thing. So I'm not talking about anybody else. I'm talking about myself, that I was actually, I've been lazy. And what, what's interesting is I find myself being lazy uh, even now, even though I find uh, a way to get to the gym three or four times a week. Boy, if, if, it's, uh, if the opportunity presents itself, I would actually not do it. And, and I continue to try to fix my mind around the importance of doing it. So, again, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody else, but if you feel like this is directed to you, you need to examine yourself and say, man, maybe, maybe I need to think about what this guy said. Maybe I need to do something about, you know, getting out and at least going for a walk or getting out and getting some sunshine or doing some stuff in my house just to make sure that, that, that you know, that I'm, that I'm not lazy. You know, do yourself check. You know, are you really lazy? You know, if you are, raise your hand. Raise your hand and say, I'm lazy, and then do something about it. How about that? I agree, and, and I need to join the bandwagon, and I'm going to raise my hand too because, you know, I, I have my moments where I'm doing good. I'm exercising every day. I'm getting out there. I'm moving. I'm walking. And then I have my moments where I'm just, you know, being lazy. I'm just, I'm not motivated to get out there and do what I need to do. And then it's like, then I have to kind of self-evaluate and go, okay, you already know what this is going to do in the long term. So this is not, (laughs) this is not a phase you can stay in for the rest of your life. Like you got to get back up and get back on the wagon and get back to, you know, doing all your exercise and, and everything. And it's all about having some compassion and love for yourself because the situation we're in, the world that we're living in, is so much going on, so much chaos and confusion and stress. And, and so I understand that all of that kind of weighs us down and can overwhelm us. But at the same time, you know, we have to do what's right for us so that we can have a healthier lifestyle And the thing that always just makes me get up is to say, okay, now you don't want to continue down this road and then end up in a position where somebody has to take care of you at a much earlier age than you would like. And so that's what kind of will get me up out of that funk and get me back to moving again because it's like, okay, if I don't take care of myself on down the road, that means my child is going to have to take care of me 
you know, at, at an earlier age than what I desire. And then that takes away from her. That takes away from her life, you know, and the family she's created and, and everything. And so it's something you have to just be mindful because it doesn't just affect you, but it affects your family and those around you. So I, I can totally get on the bandwagon with that. Um, so, Nate, mm-hmm. tell me, what would you say, like, is the main cause of an inactive lifestyle? Let me, because you said some stuff that, that triggered, triggered some things in my mind. One, one is, uh, I don't know about anybody else and I don't know about you, but the last thing I want to do is look sloppy in my clothes, right? I, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm still vain, right? I still want, want my clothes to fit well, and I don't want to have to buy an extra size, oversized T-shirt to hide my belly, right? Or I don't want people to call me Macabelly. You know, not, not Machiavelli, mm-hmm. but Machiavelli, because my belly is so big, right? So I, I you know, I, I gotta, I gotta do something about that. So you know, inactivity is is preventable. So if you do some small actions, get outside, more activity, even encourage your family to do that, do some things with you. I think that these kinds of things will help us. You know, even if we get out and you know, and encourage people to work in community and, and do things to organize community around physical activity, make sure we have fitness outlets for children and adults in, in our community. These, these small actions can, can uh, make a difference with big changes. But, Tiffany, you were asking me again about the causes of inactivity, yes. right? Mm-hmm. You know, inertia, one, is we get comfortable with our with our lifestyle, we get comfortable not doing things, and we start to tell ourselves, "Well, we don't look like John. We don't look like Sally. We look we look better than them. At least we, you know, I ain't three hundred pounds. Well, you know, at, at some point maybe you were you were one hundred and fifty pounds or one hundred and seventy pounds, and so if you just project that out, if you keep going that way, then you'll look around and you'll be overweight. And again, I'm not criticizing. I'm just reporting, right? And so what I'm saying is that we got we got to get a handle on where we are and not be so comfortable with letting things be the way they are. We really, if we are true to ourselves, we need to do something to help change that. And the last thing that I, that I would say about uh, the causes is, is that the food that that we are consuming. We have more access to a bad food than we have a good food. And, and I know that in some places we have food deserts. And we know that uh, it's probably cheaper to go to get an uh, inexpensive meal at a McDonald's or some other fast food place. But now what we understand is that some of these people have come to grips with it, and they're giving us a better menu as well. And not everything has to be about eating, you know, a vegan or eating uh, on a diet. Just pick the right stuff, right, from whatever, wherever you get it. Eat that first, and then if you have room for the other stuff, then eat that later. So I think it's those those combination of things. Uh, and then what actually comes to mind is I was in uh, in Georgia. I went to Augusta with my family for a celebration of my mother's homegoing. And, boy, they fixed so much food. And my history had been, Tiffany, is to eat as much as I could and then go to sleep. Lord knows mm-hmm. I did the same thing because I was around my family, and, and everybody was just grieving. You know what grieving is, eating a whole lot. And I, I, I yeah. did the same thing. Not only did I eat uh, too much, I indulged in, in – in, uh, you're a religious lady, so I don't want to – I don't want to take you off, but I actually drank some alcohol that I shouldn't have been drinking, uh, 
and found myself sleeping on the couch and didn't get my exercise the whole time I was there. I confess, you got me. <laughs> that That is no problem because that's what we do. I can see myself doing the same thing. You know, we get around our family, and we just talked about this earlier, right? You tend to, whatever circle you're in, that's your circle of influence. And at the time, you know, you're doing what they're doing. And yes, you know, uh, I may be spiritual, but, you know, we, we all have our past. And so... <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. I know about drinking and, and everything else, and, and I might have even had, had a drink, too, you know, if I had was with my family. So, you Say know, I, so. I totally understand that. <laughs> Say it ain't so, so Tiffany. Huh? That's it. Say it ain't so. Now, right. You know, now, now, Say it ain't so. You, so you, you know pure. how we do when we get around our family and family gatherings. <laughs> That's just what we do. So, yeah, and it's just us making sure that we're just making smart choices for the most part. But if you have that moment with your family, it's okay. I think, like I said, we need to have more compassion and patience and understanding with ourselves. You know, don't beat yourself up if you had a moment like that. It's okay. Mm-hmm. What we're trying to say is for the most part, we want you to make healthier and smarter choices and options for your life. We want you to have a lifestyle, but that lifestyle doesn't mean you never get to, you know, eat the things that you like and you never get to eat a candy bar or a piece of cake again and and things like that. Or, you know, you got to constantly be moving seven days a week kind of thing. But we just want you to be more aware and mindful of what you're eating and how you're physically moving. And so that's our goal today. It's, it's really a call to action for those who choose to, you know, to take their lives in their own hands to invest more in themselves, that, that it's really nobody else is going to rescue you. You've got to rescue yourself. That's true. That is so true. So, Nate, what, what are three risks of being physically inactive? And then what's the benefits of activity? Okay, so Tiffany, this is not this is not just me, right? I did some research, and John Hopkins Hopkins Medicine says that you know we we know for people like you and me, I'm talking about people of color, high blood pressure is is at the top of the list. Number two is type two diabetes, and we can change type two diabetes by changing diet, right? So so what we know is that hypertension can be hereditary, but it also has to do with diet and lack of exercise. So, we, we, you know, we need to get a handle on that. Uh, certain types of cancers uh, are associated with, you know, with the risk of, of inactivity. And then the last thing that, that um, I, you said three, but I'll give you another one, being overweight and obese. These things actually add to our challenges as, we, as it relates to inactivity. So you, you've heard this time and time again. The question now is what you're going to do about it. What are you going to sure. do about it? Mm-hmm. Second part of your question is what now, Tiffany? What's the benefits of activity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, a, a vibrant lifestyle, feeling good about yourself, looking good, smelling good, talking good. You know, there's, there's something about walking past the mirror, Tiffany, and looking at yourself and say, you know, boy, I, you know, I, I look good, I feel good. And I've done something about it. It's the, it's the it's the investment that you put in yourself that that you actually have done something to reset your body, and you are taking charge of of your life as opposed to letting life take charge or take over you. It's those things that are intangible, but but at the same time, well, let's go back to the cost 
of inactivity. It comes out of the pocketbook, right? We know that people who are active or adults who are active spend $1,500 less than people who are inactive. I mean, so again, you know, if you want to talk about it from a dollars and cents standpoint, it comes down to what are you going to do? Are you going to be active? So inactivity is preventable. Just some small changes and, you know, moving more, encouraging yourself to get involved in activities or a circle of people who are doing the kinds of things that you like to do and doing something about it and watching what you put in your mouth and don't let a bad day turn into a bad week or a bad month or a bad year. That's it for me. That's true. That was some great advice right there. And yes, I can totally resonate with that. And at the same time, Nate, you know, like I like how I feel when I am physically active, you know, when I'm exercising and I'm on my regimen and routine. Like, I like what I feel like, even if I'm not at the desired weight that I want to be at, it's like I get a boost of confidence just automatically Mm -hmm. from exercising. Like, I feel good about myself. I feel good in my clothes. And so that's something that, once again, will help me kind of reset and gravitate back to being physically active because I really like how it feels, um, even though mm-hmm. the, the the things of life <laughs> will bog mm-hmm. me down and overwhelm me and make me stray from it. At the end of the day, I really like how it makes me feel. So I can totally resonate with that. So, mm-hmm. Nate, mm-hmm. what is this term active aging? What is that? Well, you know, so, so people have played with that. And, and, you know, so there's a whole lot of stuff going on, uh, Tiffany, around ageism and ageist. So active aging is aging well, being active, not worried about whether you're going to compete with someone else, but really competing with yourself to stay active and move the way you can move, to stay uh, into a place where you're not so stiff and that everything doesn't bother you. It's this, it's that. Uh, being able to go uh, on a bicycle ride with your children or your grandchildren if you want to, picking up your luggage and putting it in the the overhead compartment, although we may not be able to travel anymore. But being able to do that or picking up, you know, uh, a bag of groceries and not feeling like your back is going to give out, it's that kind of thing that gives us what we call active aging. You can still do stuff and not have to go to bed and stay in the bed for another five or ten hours because you're so sore and tired because yeah. you've done some things. That's, that's what we call active aging, you know, just, just making sure you still have your stuff in order. Exactly, that you're able to just take care of your basic needs and things that, right. you know, you would need to do to take care of yourself on a daily basis. And that's why I'm yeah. saying when I do kind of derail, um, that's what helps me kind of get back on track is when I think about, okay, so I don't want to get to the point where I can't really just kind of take care of myself and my basic needs and somebody else is going to have to do it. I'm trying to, you know, you see these people out here, they're, they're 90 they're um, 100, and, I mean, they're still doing things. They're living there in their right mind. They're active, and, you know, that's my goal. I, I want to be like that. My, my one grandmother lived to be uh, 101, and so I, I want to be part of that club. I want to be in that club, and so to be in that club, that means i got to make right choices for my life and for my health. And so 
Yeah, so, so Tiffany, it's, it's interesting in some of the research that I've done. One is that inactivity increases. You get older if you if you look at somebody who's been active as opposed to somebody that's inactive. Sometimes the person that's inactive looks 10, 15 years older than the person that's been active, right? Yeah. So, so that alone gives you some indication or should encourage you to be active. But then the other questions that actually come to mind or things that come to mind is that for people like you and me, people of color, right? Some people say good black don't crack. And so if we're, we're continuing to be active, that good black continues to, to thrive or people continue to thrive. So, so some of the other stuff says that, you know, sometimes women lead more of an inactive lifestyle than men, even though they're moving around the house and doing things, and more and more we're seeing women get out and about. But because they're taking care of family, have traditionally taken care of family, putting other people first, as opposed to taking care of themselves and doing self-care, they tend to have a, a more or less of an inactive lifestyle. So we want to make sure we encourage women to think about this from a different standpoint, that it's really about if you really like to do all those things, if you really like to take care of other people, pour from your saucer and not from your cup. Exactly. That's right. You can't pour from an empty cup. So I totally agree with that. You've got to take care of you first. Absolutely. So, Nate, it's been wonderful and, and a joy. So tell the people how can they stay in contact with you and, you know, uh, find out more about you and services that you may be offering. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's uh, I don't know if they're all on, um, like, like you and me, on LinkedIn, but Nathaniel Wilkins on LinkedIn, you know, I got this other page on there, Active Aging, uh, and then Nate, Nate Wilkins changing lives. Then, I'm, of course, I'm on uh, Facebook, the Ageless Workout Official. I'm on Instagram, the Ageless Workout Official. You got, yeah, you got my page on YouTube, Ageless Workout Official. So here's the thing. If you just want to get information, just follow all those things. But if you need some special help, if you want me to help you get off the dime, and you have, need somebody to talk to you, talk you through that, and, and you want to get a virtual training uh, with us, then reach out to me through my uh, email address, uh, thenowgroupfitness.gmail.com. Uh, we put out a wealth of information on all types of subjects, but the most important thing that we do is we want to encourage people to live their own lives, take charge of their lives. So those are ways that, that you, you can reach me, and, of course, Tiffany and I are talking about Nate's Corner, so that may be another way as we continue to dialogue and find new ways. Uh, I appreciate Tiffany's work, and so that, that's it for me, Tiffany. All right. Awesome. Yes. Always, always, always has great information. I love his post. He always gives you some, you know, food for thought, as I say, like to make you stop and just be like, oh, wow, I, I, I need to make a change in my life. So <laughs> absolutely. Follow him. Get in contact with him. He is your guy. So, Nate, um, as you know, this is our Did You Know segment. And so this is where I like to give a fun or interesting fact about the topic of discussion for the day. So did you know healthprep.com has the secrets to aging gracefully, such as accepting change is our first secret. One of the first things you must do as you get older is accept the changes that you will have to make to your lifestyle, the changes in looks and physical appearance, 
and embrace these changes for the better, not for the worse. Next secret, think creatively to stay active. Get creative with staying active. Seniors don't have to limit themselves to morning walks around the mall, but can also try things like hiking, rock climbing, running, riding a bike, playing a sport, weightlifting, yoga, swimming, and my favorite, dancing. Next secret is diet is the key. Good nutrition is the foundation for healthy living from energy level to appearance. So start each day with lots of colors on your plate and try to incorporate as many fruits, whole grains, vegetables, and lean meats as possible as the right nutrients are a key to staying fit and healthy. Our next secret is furry companions make all the difference. Pets, especially dogs, can be a great source of motivation to keep older individuals constantly engaged and active. Our next secret is engage your mind. Try to keep your mind active by challenging yourself to learn something new every week or every month. Or try something you've always wanted to. Learning should be a lifelong adventure. And actively engaging the mind in a variety of ways will help the brain not only stay sharp and focused, but can help an older individual feel young at heart and in their mind too. So to learn about the other secrets, make sure to go to healthprep.com and read Secrets to Aging Gracefully. So I thought these were some great eye-opening secrets to help us to embrace maturing in life. (laughs) Well, Nate, our time together has quickly come to an end, and as always, I've enjoyed our conversation, especially today's on the importance of getting and staying physically active. Is there anything else you would like to add before we end the show? Uh, No, 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 no. I think we've covered everything for this segment. I'm sure that there will be some other things as we move down the road. I'll be watching you and just want to encourage people to take charge uh, and to be more of an active source in their own lives. Absolutely, absolutely. My fellow entrepreneurs, maturing in life is both an honor and a privilege. My grandmother, who I miss dearly, would always tell me, don't get old. And at that time, I was in my 30s, and I would say, I don't have a choice. As long as I'm living, I will get old. And she told me, oh, no, you have a choice. It didn't hit me until a few years ago that she was talking about the mindset of getting old and not taking care of your health and staying active. I thank God for my grandmother leaving me with that wisdom because now I understand I have a choice, either take care of my health and age gracefully or choose to get old. What will your choice be today? Growing in grace that will still thrive and bear fruit and prosper in old age. They will flourish and be vital and rich in trust and love and contentment. That's Psalms 92, verse 14, Amplified Version. So tune in next week right here under the Every Dot Black Entrepreneur Podcast Network, where we will be dedicating this month to Back to the Basics. I'm your emotional root coach and holistic health guide, Tiffany Parker. I would love to hear from you, so reach out to me at Tiffany at Every Dot Black or Reach me on my Facebook page, Holy Living Health Coaching, S-W-H-O-L-E-Y, Living Health Coaching. 
And while you are there, check out my highlighted product or tip of the week or visit my website, www.holyliving.wixsite.com forward slash Parker or follow me on Instagram under the Healthy Entrepreneur Radio Show. May everyone be safe and healthy and always have a marvelous day. And remember, optimum health is your birthright. Suffering with a speech impediment, labeled mentally retarded, and held back in the first grade, Dr. Joe L. Dudley Sr. defied all the odds and became one of the most influential health and beauty industry icons the world has ever seen. Be motivated, encouraged, and inspired as you listen to how one man turned his struggles into strategies and his shortcomings into success. Listen to his legacy at www.patreon.com slash Joe Dudley Sr. That's www.patreon.com slash Joe Dudley Sr. The Dr. Joel Dudley Sr. Legacy Project is sponsored by Every.Black. No.net and No.com. Just Every.Black. .black is the new.com. We as a people have had to overcome slavery and secondly obtain our civil rights. But the third piece is economic equality. And I'm convinced that we can only achieve economic equality through entrepreneurship with the use of technology. My name is Jimmy Davies, and that is why I created the Every.Black website for entrepreneurs. So visit us today at www.every.black, E-V-E-R-Y dot B-L-A-C-K. Learn about entrepreneurship and be on your way to financial freedom. Just go to every.black, E-V-E-R-Y dot B-L-A-C-K. No.com, no.net. Just every dot black. Dot black is the new dot com.